Where each week we recap an episode of Bravo's hit reality TV show, Below Deck. So this week we're recapping Season 10, Episode 15, The Stud Sales Again, where Captain Lee returns, Ben's past Tinder fling romance continues, and the worst charter guest ever is on board. We've got Captain Lee trying to figure out a milk frother on his coffee machine and saying, I think I need a PhD in something to figure it out. (laughs) And I'm like, Captain Lee, what? Then the deck crew are up on the deck, funnily enough. Uh, Ben is talking about how he enjoys sleeping naked at times. Again, not going to complain about that. (laughs) I will complain about the camera angle from when he gets climbs up into that bed. (laughs) I didn't, didn't need to see the back end, but he talks about... <laughs> you wanted to see the dong schlong. No. <laughs> Is that what you It's mean? pixelated. It's pixelated. But anyway, he's climbing up into his top bunk because that's where he sleeps. He says he felt a bit sorry for Tony at this point because um, his dong was in his face. Poor Tony. Poor Tony. I don't think Tony minds... Tony is just he's, so chill. He's super chill. He doesn't mind a little dong in the morning. He did respond with, fuck yeah, that was traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he doesn't want it. You know, Ben's a bit risque. He doesn't yeah. mind getting jiggy with it on the top bunk with Tony on the bottom bunk. That sounds weird. Ben's a free spirit. He, he is. And Leanne's on board. We've got Leanne finally. Yes, and their flirtations continue. And I think I recall um, Ross saying to Ben that they should get a group discount on on counselling after the season. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's a bad idea. I think we can all agree that Ross really needs some serious counselling for his sex addiction. We'll yeah. come to that later, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He he does. And I just um, note. We're five minutes and 31 seconds into the episode and Tony has his shirt off. Already. Yeah. <laughs> before the guests arrive. Captain okay, Lee asks all his crew to the Sky Lounge for a quick meeting before the guests arrival. Yes. And I'm already anticipating Buck's night energy with these people. Oh. Um, he commends Sandy in the meeting for how she's handled the charters while she was um, – helping him out. And we have his first one-liner. What is it, Lance? He's talking about how wrong it felt to leave. And, you know, Sandy, obviously, as we know, was helping him out. So he felt how wrong it was to leave when he had to seek that medical attention. And he says he was as mad as a pissed on chicken. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, how would he even know? It's, it's a classic <laughs> Captain Lee one-liner, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know why a chicken would be so upset if it was pissed on. I don't think a chicken would look twice. I don't think a chicken would either. <laughs> the guests now arrive. Fraser's taking them on a tour of the boat. And these guests, like we said last week, we told you they were going to be obnoxious. Mm. Katie can see from the dock them walking on that they're like frat boy energy um, and that she feels like she's back in South, South Florida 
they're going to be loud, they're going to be obnoxious, and so we're primed for okay. what's about to unfold. Completely. And we have, as you said, Jake, the primary, mm-hmm. and Angel, I almost just called him Satan. Maybe we should just refer to him as Satan from here on out. Could. Or interchangeably. We'll see how we go. And we get our first little like foreshadowing from production about this weirdness mm. with the relationships between the guests on board. Because <laughs> Fraser says, so you guys just let me know where everyone's sleeping and we will put your bags in the right place. And they've never done that before. Have you noticed that? We've never seen it. Yes, correct. So Jake is the primary, as we know, and he has his mates, Angel being one of them, and then he's got his sister-in-law. Crystal. Crystal. Crystal decides that she will just sleep in the master bedroom with Jake on the couch. Yeah, and straight up. Straight up. Like as soon as Fraser says, just let me know where you're sleeping. There's no consultation or like we'll just have a look around. She says, I'll sleep on the couch. Mm, casually says it. In Jake's master suite. Mm. And her lower third says Crystal, primary's sister-in-law. So immediately we think, oh, she's his sister-in-law. Fair enough. I still wouldn't do that. I wouldn't be sleeping on the couch in my brother-in-law's room. You wouldn't? No. Would I? Probably not. We find out later that it's not even a sister-in-law, brother-in-law situation. Not even. It's her best friend that is married to Jake. Yes. And her best friend, now this happens later in the episode where Fraser's kind of quizzing quizzing uh, Crystal and it's her friend and she's at home in Chicago with the kids. Yeah, so right away, why is she calling herself his sister-in-law? And she says, well, she's my best friend, but we're like sisters. Yeah, you're not. As Fraser is dealing with where they all want to sleep, we cut to the deck and one of the guests is asking Fraser for the Wi-Fi (laughs) password. What the fuck? The the Wi-Fi. Do we, Color? are we Australian and we, we just say Wi-Fi and that's not correct? No, it is correct because he says Wi-Fi and then he says Wi-Fi later when he says what his Wi-Fi password is. Which is suck my dick. Yes. Yeah, you're a dick. Like I've already heard enough from him yeah. with that. It's lunchtime. It's lunchtime. Rachel's preparing lunch and she says, they have to pair a cocktail with a menu. Now, Lance, I'm just going to be honest here. I did start off with good, very good intentions mm. of noting down for this episode and our lovely listeners mm. each of the courses that Rachel had prepared, each of the cocktails that they had paired, and then my idea of what a cocktail would be good for. And I stopped Yeah. after the second it did their heads in. <laughs> it did their heads. They had to have a meeting. They did, and they couldn't figure it All out. All the stews were meeting. Oh. How how many stews does it take to plan a cocktail? But Pairing. honestly, it would have been hard. I Gaspacho would have just said with shot of tequila. Oh, okay. You have thought a little bit about it. Yeah. Prawn with shot of tequila. <laughs> they had. <laughs> they 
tequila. They wanted <laughs> cocktails because they have tequila as their water. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I had? I had I had gazpacho rosé. Mm. Uh, then they had a white prawn. Do you know? Hang on. Do you know what a good rosé is? Kylie Minogue does oh, a good rosé. I have. I'm not really a rosé drinker. But I've got I a bottle try. in my fridge. Okay. Let's. Do you want to go after this? We'll have it. Yes. While we're on the musical vibe, I'll credit this group of guests for one thing. What's that? I was thinking their requests were a bit. Oh my god! Like, but the steel drummer. Yes. Amazing. I feel like. It was so fun, so festive, such a vibe. He was excellent. And I think that the steel drumming music would put anyone in a good mood. I feel like I need that now every time I go somewhere. Like, can you just steel drum me down my hallway? (laughs) (laughs) Can you steel drum me off to work? Like, it's so fun. Yes. Maybe you could save a playlist on your phone of steel drumming music. No, I want him because he, <laughs> he he was fun. He was so happy yeah. doing his steel drumming. Yes. And they're doing this pairing and mm. they've got this amazing steel drummer. Mm. And Rachel tells us to camera that extremely hammered guests do not pair well with a pairing menu. And we see it play out because oh. they don't really care. They're just ordering shots of tequila anyway. And Angel at lunch says, yep. I want a tequila inside of a tequila, inside of a tequila. What does that even mean, Angel? I mean, he just wants three tequilas. Just ask for three tequilas and stop being such a douche. Then he he says, "Uh (laughs) Sorry, I just went muttly there. (laughs) And then he says, that's a country club laugh that you get twice in one day and again what the fuck does that even oh, mean you just want to say that you go to a country club angel lunch is now finished and the guests are doing some water sports so the deck crew can deal with them and yeah. interior are like doing their thing just having a moment of peace and we cut to tyler I don't know if you noted this bit down, but I did. He's straddling. This is how tall he is. He's straddling a queen-size bed, one foot on either side of the bed while he makes it. Yes. And this is obviously how Tyler makes a perfect bed. Unlike me who throws myself across the bed (laughs) to tuck the sheet in. You're only little. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler has one foot straddled either side of this bed. And then he's leaning down and he's tucking the sheet in. And as he's doing this, he's committed. He's saying, great time, great time. Like he's giving himself these positive affirmations about how much of a great time he's having straddling yes. this bed, tucking in a fitted sheet. Yes. And then we kind of get on to dinner, really. Dinner happens quickly and Captain Lee is joining uh, the guests this evening for dinner. So mm. Rachel wants to knock his socks off because he's back and she wants to impress him, which is really sweet. And they start off with a caprese salad with local heirloom tomatoes, which she says heirloom. Yes. Was that Hayley? Yeah, Hayley with the heirlooms. Yes, that was really cute. Can we just talk for a minute about, because it happened at lunch and it happens again at dinner. Angel having a couple of bites Angel. of his salad and then say, and shoves it in Hayley's hand and says, take this away. And doesn't look at her 
doesn't acknowledge her, just throws the plate back in her, basically hits her in the belly with it and says, take it away from me. I'm someone who goes over and above in my politeness when I'm out. You want me at your table. Yes. If you're like a waitress or a bartender, because I will tip you. I will use my manners. (laughs) Lorraine's giving me the eyeball about the tipping. (laughs) We don't tip in Australia. We do. We can. We can. Yes, we can. Yeah. The next thing that arrives is the salt-encrusted fish. Oh. She does good. I love white fish and <laughs> I would love to get on a boat with Rachel and just say, just feed me ceviche, yeah. white fish and some more white fish. I like steak though. I mean, well, if no, we were, we're not talking su- about what I like no, though, are if we? if <laughs> we were on a super yacht together, you could order steak and I could order white fish. What would be on your preference sheet? Apart from whitefish and a crisp Savvy B. Ooh, you know me so well. Yes. I really don't know. Do you know what I think we could do for a future episode, Lens? What? We could do our preference sheets. Let's do that. We could put them on our Insta. Yes. And if you're interested in seeing our preference sheets, you can head on over, over there and have a look. The underscore after deck underscore pod. This is the first glimpse that we get of Olivia at the dinner table. Oh, she is jacked. Oh, I said catatonic. Well, her, she can barely get her top eyelids to reach the top part of her eye. She, it was concerning. What was more concerning, I think, for Olivia was she kept feeling her boobs like she's lost something. Mm. And like, then- where are they? Like, well, I'm sure, you know what, when I got ready for dinner... I felt like I had something in here and now they're not. <laughs> and then we cut to Haley and Tyler cleaning their bedroom. Yeah. And there are the chicken fill- the breast fillets. What do we call those things? The chicken fillets. The chicken fillets yeah. for her boobs sitting on the middle of her bed. So she clearly got ready for dinner, forgot the chicken fillets. But thought she had put them in because she's trying to find them at dinner. Yeah. So she's sitting at dinner fondling <laughs> her left breast, kind of just like, hmm. She's not, like, coherent enough to go, oh, fuck, I've left my chicken fillets on the bed. She's just like, something doesn't feel right. No, and I'm glad that we're not videoing this episode (laughs) (laughs) because Carla was fondling her own (laughs) left breasts. (laughs) That's pretty much it. They wrap up dinner and then Katie and Ross are down in the crew kitchen and they're having a little chat together and then off to camera as well. Yes. About the state of their relationship. This was one of my favourite parts of the episode because it wasn't, let's face it, there wasn't a lot in this episode. There wasn't. And so we get this little interaction between Ross and Katie in the crew mess and he's like grabbing her and showing some physical affection. (laughs) Then we cut to their talking heads. So production has interviewed them both separately. Yeah. And then we have this excellent editing moment where they just volleyball <laughs> between Katie and Ross. And what do they say, Lance? Ross says, yeah, Ross says, oh, sorry, Katie says first. Katie says, our connection is definitely getting stronger. And then Ross says, I just want us to have physical fun. Which basically means sex. Yeah. And then Katie says, things are getting more and more serious and it's not just fun on a boat. No, it's not, Katie. Definitely not. And then Ross says, I just need more sex. Not in those words, but he basically says, I need more. Which comes back to 
the discount counselling at the end of this because maybe Ross needs to investigate that a little bit more. So we're still at dinner, by the way. We find out that the primary has a wife and three kids at home. Mm. And this is the reason why she's not on board because, oh, she has to look after three kids. Hello, why isn't she on board? Bring a nanny. Yeah, that's what I thought too. You've got two sisters on board? Who are your best friends? Surely they can help look after your kids Mm. while you have as much fun as your friends have with your husband. (laughs) There's something not right about that. Dinner's finished at about 11.30 and then the guests are getting ready to get into the hot tub Mm. with tequila, tequila, tequila. And Angel is having a lot of fun in the hot tub. He's hammered. He's more than hammered. Yeah. He's beyond. He's going to need a lot of charcoal to get rid of this. (laughs) Have you ever tried that? Yes. Does it work? Activated charcoal. Does it work? Yes. Angel's in the hot tub. They're playing around. He goes to get out. And he stacks it. Stacks it. For all of those non-Australian listeners, that means. Slips and falls on the stairs. Boom, 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 down the stairs. (laughs) Some may say karma. Karma. Now, it was a pretty, it was a hectic fall. His whole back, like, lunged into those stairs. So it would have hurt. Lunged? (laughs) Lunged? Did I say lunged? Lunged? Does your back lunge? I don't know. I enjoyed it. His whole back lunched into those stairs. <laughs> it's the second day of charter. It is the second day of charter and that tequila is sloshing around in their bellies. Angel arrives at the table for breakfast. Oh, yeah. And he tells everyone he's covered in bruises and he doesn't know why. Mm. He should watch the show back. He'll watch it. Then he asks Fraser for a Bloody Mary inside a Bloody Mary. Again. <laughs> And Fraser walks away and says yes and then thinks in his head, what the fuck, and turns around and says, "Uh, what exactly is that, sir? What does that mean? And he says, just get me two Bloody Marys. Fraser walks off and under his breath he says, eye eye contact would be nice, you rude son of a bitch. (laughs) Then he turns around and he says, yep, two of those coming. Yeah. Yeah. God love him. Followed by Angel, a.k.a. Satan. That's his phrase that comes up with that. We learn a little bit um, about the very softly spoken Tyler. Mm. He explains that he's had a really traditional upbringing and his dad still asks him every time if he's got a girlfriend. Yeah, he says his dad's an emotionless person or man and his dad is always saying to him, this is what a man does, Mm. this is what a man should be. And asks him, as you said, every time, does he have a girlfriend? And Tyler is just so lovely and you can tell that it hurts him because every time he's saying this is what a man is, mm-hmm. he's denying who his son is as a person. Yes. Tyler's a man. Yeah. And men are different just like women are different. Yeah. And so I feel so bad for him and I'm so happy that he's come out on the show mm-hmm. because it was probably his way of telling his family Without telling them. Without telling them. Because obviously they're going to find out and know through the show. Yeah. He's at a safe distance. He's in a safe place. And he does have like a lovely little bond with Hayley as well. So she's excellent to talk to to her about this kind of stuff. She's just so um, open and welcoming and non-judgmental. Yeah. They're off to their beach day. So Angel arrives on the beach. Mm-hmm. 
And he tells everyone that he hates sand and salt water. Yeah. He has a sip of tequila and very sarcastically says, mmm, there's nothing better in the world than warm tequila. Captain Lee and Rachel are back at the boat and chatting about how well the crew are getting along. And he does another credit to Captain Sandy, which I think um, is a nice touch. Yes. Do you remember the word that he used? Because I had to actually look it up. And here Cohesiveness? I no, I used to be an English teacher and I had to look this up <laughs> from Captain Lee. He says to Rachel, I can't detect one scintilla of animosity in this group, which is really... That's what Captain Sandy worked so hard to achieve yeah. and that's why she got rid of people. Yes. He's like, thank you, Captain Sandy. You've left me the most amazing crew he's ever had at this time of charter because yes. what does he say next, Lauren? He says... They're usually dragging their dicks in the dirt at this point. Again. I can only imagine that that means... Is that worse than a pissed on chicken? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad he gives Sandy the props. So all the guests are back on the boat. And Ben and Leanne are chatting. Um, then he leans in. They're just talking up on the deck. He leans in and fixes her collar. Oh, he's getting real close. Which I find like, you didn't need to do that, Ben. No. And she also says, yeah, this is a medium. Um, and what I know that I was like, why did you make? <sighs> okay. Mm. And he says, I can see that. Does he? Does he yeah. say? I can see that. Yeah. So they've been taking close note of each other. They're clearly flirting. Their flirting's getting more and more heavy and we're leading into next week's episode. He's admitted it's a temptation. Yeah. So next week looks, now this is a pun very much intended, massive. Next week is massive. We've got bodybuilders on. Oh, yes. And Fraser thinks they're going to kill him. He's scared. He's scared. And finally, the crew dinner. Yes. They have some fun. Yeah. And we see Ben and Leanne up close and personal in a club. And I think we both know what's going to happen. When you lick it up and you like someone, what goes next? More licking. (laughs) Oh. That's next week. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow us on Insta, come over to at the underscore after deck underscore pod. Or you can send us an email on the afterdeckpod at gmail.com. We'd love to know what you think about the show and what you'd like us to cover for our upcoming seasons. See you all next week. Bye. Bye.